0: stories connect us as humans a well-told story can motivate and inspire us storytelling is the ultimate superpower be the drop is a weekly podcast that investigates how to tell stories that engage join me amelia veal on our shared journey to become better storytellers hey everyone i'm really excited to share this episode with you and to share joy um, because, I mean, just saying that makes me smile. It is nice to share joy. It is nice to feel joy. But I think the, that process and how to do that and how to tap into that in life is not actually as simple as it seems. Well, certainly not as simple as it is to say. So, before I get started in sharing some of these tips and my journey, Uh, A couple of things. First of all, I am no expert in self-help or um, this space of self-help and self-awareness. But I think sharing my story and the things that I have done could be useful. So in 2021, at the very beginning of the year, well actually at the end of 2020, at the end of 2020, I decided that I really wanted to understand more about how I could control my feelings, um, my feelings in general, my feelings of self-worth, my feelings of positivity. Um, like many people, 2020 was a challenging year and then interestingly, 2021 continued to be as we continue through the pandemic. Uh, in 2020, I also had a range of personal issues that really challenged me um were very very hard and put me in negative thought loops um uh, was really difficult so i but i didn't want to get caught in the negativity and the difficult and the hard feelings i obviously couldn't ignore them and wasn't trying to put my head in the sand but i wanted to try and find Ways that I could better manage them, and I didn't feel equipped in my knowledge and experience to do that. So, what I did feel that I um, had the opportunity is a podcast, <laughs> which you're listening to now. So, I thought, right, there must be experts in this space. I'm going to interview them, and so at the end of 2020, um, that's what I did, and. I interviewed four incredible women. They just happened to be all women. That's not to say there's not incredible men in this space. Um, But the people that I knew in this space happened to be women. And they shared different tools, different strategies, different ideas. And actually from each of them, I took a little bit and used that – We launched those episodes at the beginning of um, 2021 as a reframed series. So you can go back and have a look at them. The episodes numbers are around 228. Um, But one of the episodes, and that's the one that I'm going to talk about mostly today, they were all sensational and brought different elements. But one of them, and you'll understand why I'm focusing on this one as I explain a little bit more detail, um, had some exercises and some strategies that I did that have underpin a lot of other work that I've done in really connecting with positivity and giving myself a sense of resilience and a greater sense of how I can control my thoughts and how I can work to manage the things that are going on within me when I know and understand – in my head that I can't control what's going on outside me but sometimes you get caught in that, the desire and want for things to be different. So for things to be different, these are things that I needed to be able to take control of. So in episode 228, I sat down with Nadia Rennie or she calls herself, um, also references herself as Nadia Joy which is um, very uh, apt given what I'm going to be talking about and what I am talking about. So, I spoke with Nadia. She focused on how to live with intention and purpose. And so, there is a worksheet which you can download. I will put a link in the show notes again for this one. It's also linked in episode 228. And because I'm referencing this now, I'm going to replay this episode in early 2022 as a reframe again tap back into it and for anyone that missed it so you can so I'll be releasing that um, in a couple of episodes so you can stay tuned for that. So the exercise that she went through was to determine how you want to feel so to pick a feeling for the year so for going into 2022 how do you want to feel in 2022? What's your predominant good feeling word and intention for the year? And then she advises you to write it up, stick it on the fridge, in the bathroom, make it your screensaver, keep it front of mind. Now, for me, the word that I chose for 2021 was joy. And I very deliberately chose that because, as I mentioned, at the end of 2022, I was going through some really, like some of the most challenging times of my life and I n- <laughs> I really needed to feel joy. So it was probably the last thing I felt but what I wanted to feel. So I deliberately set myself the word joy because that's what I wanted to feel. That was the predominant good-feeling word that I wanted to tap into. Um, I wanted to reconnect with my sense of joy, almost like the version of childhood joy or, um, you know, as this is a Christmas episode – being released in the week of Christmas is that feeling of joy as a child when you come in the morning and you see the presents and your opening presents. That's what I wanted and so it was a big task that I was setting myself um, and here I am at the at the end of the year and I would say that uh, as you know as I mentioned I'm not an expert but I feel like I really made achievements in that goal. It feels like a work in progress and I still have work to do, but I'm actually really excited about the progress because of the benefits and results that I have seen. So I set this feeling of joy for myself. And, you know, as Nadia reinforces in her episode, it's not just about picking a word. It's not about a New Year's resolution and you, you know, say it and then expect something to change so it is very much a conscious decision awareness that also requires action and she was very much clear on the fact that it needed to be action every day What were you going to do daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly? How are you actually going to bring that intention to life? It is not something that just happens. It is something you need to do. So how do you do that? And that's that's the challenge. Herein lies the challenge. This is why it is hard to change negative thought loops. This is why it's hard to really live up to the word of of joy because you do need to make conscious decisions and actions and, and act on those. So for me, the first before even the challenge of the actions, the before even the challenge of the actions, I actually had to really tap into what do I want? What is it that going is going to make me feel joy? And even that question Answering that question was hard because I've spent much of my life um, working for others, doing, you know, working for clients through my business, as a mother for my children, you know, all as a friend, as a daughter, as a sister, all of these roles, uh, which I love, I'm incredibly passionate about. But a lot of my input in those has been very much around giving to others. And I support charity and I really passionately like giving to others. This podcast is about how I can share people's stories to give to others. So it's an important part of my psyche but there needs to be a counterbalance with that in filling my cup so that I have capacity to keep filling others. So I needed to stop and brainstorm what are, what are the, some of the things that make me feel joy and some of the easy things are listening to music, gardening, running, some of those easy doing things. But a deeper level is what makes me feel joy in myself and what is it that I require from other people, the relationships that I have. To tap into that joy. Now, that is very different for every person. It's a unique and individual thing. But I can tell you from my experience, spending time, taking time to reflect and ask yourself these questions is incredibly powerful and empowering. I hope you can hear my voice because you can't see my body language. But it is has made a huge difference for me asking myself these questions really wanting to know the answer and not accepting half answers or half truths I now demand from myself a much greater truth and there is such power in that because only I can answer these questions and if I take Control. If I take responsibility for my own joy, then I can shape that. And that's really powerful. And my joy inevitably spreads and brings joy to others, which is that aspect that I talked about being important in my personality. But feeding my joy. So how do I do that? And part of the process that Nadia talked about was – in this list when you're brainstorming to think about what do you need to stop doing what is the things that you are currently doing that is impacting your feeling of joy now i'm talking about joy because that's the word i chose and it's been very powerful but you may choose something else so it might not be joy that it is that you're looking for but that word joy can be replaced with something else you can Go through this process to achieve whatever it is, that feeling, whatever it is, that intent, whatever it is you need more of in your life. But so think about what it is you need to stop doing. What's impacting that feeling you're looking to achieve? So for me, what was impacting me from feeling joy? So it's things you need to outright stop. No more. And a lot of that for me was around the barriers of how other people were able to treat me. But that's not on them. That's on me because I need to stop those styles of interactions, stop allowing that style of interaction. So again, that's really powerful. I can do that. And and if if other people in lives won't stop interacting in that way, then they shouldn't be there And so once you have this clarity, once you've articulated this very clearly to yourself, it is so much easier to make these decisions and act on what it is that you need. Then there's another layer on what you need to reduce doing. So some of it might not be an outright stop, but some of it is just do a little bit less of some of those things. And, you know, we're all very time poor and we need to be conscious of where we spend our time. So, once you start tapping into the things that, you, that bring you joy, that you need to stop doing or you want to reduce doing, then that decision-making process and how you spend your time becomes easier. And then the final element is this, of this is what you need to do more of, what you need to invest that precious time you have, the commodity you only get to spend once time, um, what do you need to do more of with that time? So I went through this process in a really robust way. I was very committed to this and I really consciously worked at it. So for me, I think that's been a big difference. I feel like in previous years I may have gone through some of these intentions but they weren't as conscious and I didn't act on them as much. So I suppose that's the biggest, biggest tip of how to live, you know, an intentional and conscious life, you know, that really honours your feelings and meets your needs is that the that intention is important but the action it is, is what is going to be critical um, to help make you do that. So, you know, we talked and I, I mentioned a bit earlier about, you know, daily, weekly, monthly action – And so really tapping into that, what are you going to do? How are you going to change up your daily routine? How are you going to allocate your time in a week so that you make sure that one of the critical elements that you're allocating time to that you're doing is whatever it is that you've listed out helps you feel that feeling and for me helps me feel more joy. So this year I have absolutely been more committed to running and obviously running's not everyone's cup of tea necessarily but for me running is not only about the physical side of it obviously you know it helps with my fitness but actually I think a a bigger aspect of running for me is the mental clarity the mental health benefits that I get from running Um, you know sometimes I've said to people I feel so incredibly smart and just amazing when I'm running and I have these ideas and I'm thinking because I get a clarity and a sense of space in my mind when I run. And a lot of the worries or concerns or these loops of thoughts that might be bogging me down, they, they go when I run and there is more space. So for me running is that creating space space. For me and so you need to find what what it is that creates that space for you gardening is is another thing that i do that helps that but for me gardening doesn't necessarily give me that space in thought processing as much as running does but it does give me a simple joy a simple but powerful joy in seeing things grow intending to them, working them, loving them. You know, I even sing to them, Um, my plants, (laughs) and seeing that process, nature's process, you know, going for a walk, being in the natural environment for me, on the beach is another space, walking on the beach, spending time with my kids and consciously spending time that we're going to enjoy because – Life is busy, life is hectic, everybody has competing needs or needs that sometimes compete and, you know, we're rushing and going as, as a family unit so spending time with my kids, that stops that rush and enables us collectively to connect into joy is also very incredibly rewarding but all of these To achieve these things requires conscious thought and intention. Requires me – it required me to build new habits. And there's a lot of work about how to build habits and it's either 60 or 90 days. I can't remember. But uh, it's about taking the time, repeating it, practicing it, getting it wrong, trying again and – then eventually building habits and you know another important element that, that Nadia talks about is that we're we're human so understanding that in this process in this idea of giving yourself in this instance the gift of joy or, or whatever it is that feeling and intention you need giving myself the gift of joy I needed to recognize and hold sacred the, the times that I wouldn't give it wrong – it the, the times that I wouldn't get it right and the times that I wouldn't feel joy, the times that joy wasn't appropriate to feel – so that's okay and I, and I came across this concept of duality and I've spent time reading and investigating into that and it's interesting because Suzanne who's going to be joining us at the end of this episode and again um, in early 2022 talked about this concept although she didn't call it duality but it was a really important concept for me as an intention to feel joy because that's not possible to always feel. And I discovered and experienced that in a day I could feel grief. I could feel pain as I processed the, the trauma that I experienced in, in 2020, as I processed that through, throughout 2021. It was okay for me to have days where I felt both sadness and joy. And I could experience them in equal measures, high joy and low, low in the same day. And part of the human condition is that we can do that and giving ourselves an allowance and a recognition that we can suffer and also feel joy is also really empowering because it means we don't have to lock ourselves in either or. That's what I felt. That's what I found, that I, I could do both. I could feel both. And I wasn't being disingenuous to either. I was still allowing myself feelings and processing them. I wasn't containing or denying or avoiding them. I let them both be there you know, I really wanted to, to record this episode because it's been so powerful for me and I want that for you. Uh, so, this is obviously just a short summary um, and there were so many other things. I've also been to counselling, I've spoken to friends and family, I've asked for help, I've leaned on people when I needed to. All of these things have been so incredibly powerful. So, you know, I wanted to share that with you and I hope that it, it may help you in some way if you need it. Uh, and if you want to reach out, you know, I like talking. That's why I do a podcast. You can email me, amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. I would be happy to talk to you and share some other things that I've done. I'm, I'm not an expert, but I have a person who has lived experience and I'm happy to share that. So that's, that's enough for me. And I hope it's been useful but I'm now going to be joined by Suzanne Thompson and she's going to share a meditation with us and meditation has been another part of my journey this year. I am not (laughs) a great meditator yet and I haven't developed a regular practice with it that is on, on my list of things to do but part of that human condition is just doing what we can when we can. But it has a powerful space in my healing journey. So I'm really pleased to share Suzanne's meditation with you as a gift of joy for Christmas.
1: I invite you, wherever you are, to get comfortable. Whether you're sitting down, if you're driving the car, pull over, lying down. Wherever you are, get comfortable. Because comfort is the most important thing that brings you into stillness. I invite you and welcome you to soften your gaze or close your eyes. Whatever comes natural to you and whatever you feel comfortable doing. And now I invite you and welcome you to breathe your own breath. And silently say to yourself, I am breathing in, as you breathe in, I am breathing out, breathe out. It's your breath, it's your gift, it's for you. There is no right or wrong way to do this. I am breathing in, breathe in. I am breathing out, breathe out. I invite you and welcome you as you're breathing in, to breathe in the feeling of loving kindness And as you breathe out, breathe out that feeling of loving kindness. Inhale, loving kindness. Exhale, loving kindness. Knowing that if there's a thought, it's okay, allow it to flow. This is your practice. This is your gift. This is your awareness. I am breathing in, breathe in loving kindness. I am breathing out, breathe out loving kindness. I will hold the time as you do it one more time. I am breathing in, breathe in loving awareness. I am breathing out, I am breathing out loving kindness. Bring your awareness back to your own breath. Allow it to just breathe normal. Or if you choose, continue breathing in and breathing out. Keep this gift in any of those moments. Those moments of overwhelm, of pure joy. With each breath. I am breathing in, breathe in loving kindness. I am breathing out, breathe out loving kindness. I invite you and welcome you to open your eyes, become aware of your surroundings, sit with that feeling. You are loving
0: kindness.